Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show. Coming up, we're going to take a topic written by Mr. Pete Shidley off disboards.com about how Riviera sales are really going. Coming up next. The DVC Show is brought to you by DVCStore.com. You'll save thousands of dollars on your next DVC contract when you let the experts at the DVC Store help welcome you home. Visit them at www.dvcstore.com or call them at 1-800-550-6493. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Sean Fall. Hi. Jackie Gailey. Hi there. From the DVC Store, Mr. Jerry Saito. Hello. Joining us via Skype, Mr. Pete Shidley. Hi there. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Mr. Corey Fiescanaro. Welcome home. And uh, hope your week is off to a good start. couple things in uh, housekeeping. I uh, want to mention to everybody that uh, DVC Store, if, you are, if you're looking to rent out your DVC points, you really, really want to go talk to the folks at DVC Store. They are now paying $15.50 per point. When you rent them out, and uh, which is awesome, I think that's that's fantastic. I believe it's among the highest being paid right now, and they're also not doing tiers. You know, a lot of places now are doing these tiers where you know points. Uh, you know, Vero Beach or uh, Hilton Head or Saratoga or Old <laughs> West, you get paid less, not us. Yeah, it's all one price, and same thing for renting. Um, there's no tiers. It's not more expensive if you're doing the grand or something else. Um, it's one price. So it's $15.50 for owners to rent out their points. $18.50 a point. Still a great deal um, if you want to rent points to stay at a DVC resort. So head over to dvcstore.com or call them 1-800-550-6493. Um, also, please, uh, we're, we're doing a topic based on a post on disboards.com my discussion boards, um, our DVC forums. This, this topic that we're going to talk about is one of the reasons I am so, so incredibly proud that I own disboards.com and that we have this incredible community of folks on our DVC forums putting out unbelievable content just like this. And I'm not saying that because he's on Skype. Um, you look, you look across those boards and there are so many people contributing amazing, amazing information. This one jumped out at me, um, because this is a big discussion right now about Riviera resales or Riviera sales and how it's going. Of course, Disney doesn't release sales numbers. So we have to do some, you know, or Pete had to do some creative digging, um, and put this together. Of course, he's an engineer by trade, so he's kind of good at yeah, breaking things are my down. Thing. What's that? Numbers are my thing. Numbers are your thing. So <clears throat> let's let's talk about this. What did you discover as you looked at the numbers that are publicly available regarding Riviera sales? So, so what I was what I started this article. There's obviously a lot of talk about Riviera and oh it's you know is it is it worth the money is it worth the resale restrictions that type of thing I wanted to put something together was let's forget the discussion 
is the sales something that's is Disney seeing that the sales are hurting? Are the sales going where you would think they expect it to be? So I I started in this article I looked at over the last year, um, or in this in this thread I looked over the last year uh, of sales, and I was looking at Copper Creek and also Riviera, but also the uh, other sales as well um, to see is this are the sales softer. Uh, than you would expect from, uh, you know, a, a resort at this time of year, and I think what uh, what we're seeing is that there's definitely a little bit of a softness to uh, the amount of the numbers we're seeing from Riviera. Now, is that because of it wasn't open? It's hard to it's hard to say. Now that Riviera is open, I feel like, and I think you've said it before, Pete. The next six months are really going to be the true tale on this, but. To me, we've seen quite a tail off in uh, direct sales for new resorts. At the same time, and I don't, I don't know if this came out of that thread or I also uh, wrote an article, similar uh, topic on DVC Fan, where I also looked at other direct sales. And what we're seeing is the percent of direct sales from the new resort from Riviera are actually quite low. Uh, historically, if you look over the last several years, uh, sales for the newest resorts, whether that's Copper Creek, whether that's Poly, typically run 80 to 85%, with the other 20% being the, the historical resorts, being uh, Saratoga, being you know whatever. Um, we've seen the last few months, that number is actually, for, for the newest resort, being Riviera, that percentage is much lower. We're seeing only around 70% of direct sales wow. coming from Riviera. And to me, that's a good indication that people are staying away from it, that people are calling Disney and saying, gee, I'm not sure I like this Riviera resort. I'd rather have Old Key West. I'd rather have Bay Lake Tower. I'd rather have some other thing. And I think um, you know, overall, are the sales bad? I don't think they're bad. But I think they're lower than Disney would want them to be. And I think seeing these sales, the fact that they're being made up by direct sales from older resorts, personally, and this is opinion, I don't think that's what Disney wants. I mean, Disney doesn't want to want to have to buy back and sell. They want to sell the newest resorts because that's where they make their money. Yeah, they make money from the from the older resorts by buying them back, but it's not nearly as much. So that's just that's what I got out of the thread. Well, yeah, and as as you mentioned, and as I've said many times, that June, let's look at June, where we are. You know, let's run these numbers mid-year when it's had when it's been open for six months. That it's yeah. not an unknown quantity. I mean, it is uh, at the time we're recording this. It's mid-February, and uh, the resort's only been open for two months. Um, now I know, you know, anecdotally. You know, I definitely have seen people posting on the boards on Facebook that they they went to Riviera and they and they bought they bought knowing the resale restrictions because they they really loved it. Um, but I don't know that it, I, I. But I've also heard probably about the same number of people, myself included, say, "Yeah, you know what? I really like it, but no, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I don't want those resale restrictions." Um, you know, and if I am going to be limited to just, you know, staying at 
I, I would rather, you know, because, I mean, right now we're hearing on the resale market in general, uh, the, this resort, brand new resort, is going for 140 a point, uh, which is actually higher than I thought it was going to be. But still, when you consider, I mean, this is a brand new resort, and it's only selling for 140 a point. And if you take a look at the current incentives that Disney Vacation Club has out for mm-hmm. Riviera, this is probably the best indication. That Pete is absolutely right that these numbers are soft. When you take a look at the uh, at the at the incentives they're offering right now, I believe on 250 points or 270 points, it's averaging out to be $175 a point when you factor in the incentives. So, I actually thought it was even less than that because I had seen I had seen something about it where people were getting offers on it, and I thought it was running as low as 169, but that might be lower than I. I think I, I saw on that. What the I saw that too was. for a, like a. If you bought the right number, it was like one sixty nine. Yeah, but think about that. Think about that. Disney is discounting this brand new resort. Oh. They are discounting this brand new resort. Now they have to do that with Alani, because Alani has been open for what ten Two, years? Two thousand years? Uh, no, eight years. Eight years. Twelve. And it's still not sold out. It's still not sold out. Not because the resort isn't amazing. Because the resort is located in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you take a look at the number of members that are concentrated in the Northeast and on the East Coast of the United States. That is a long trip. With that said, it is a worthwhile trip to make. Mm-hmm. And we've well, talked about that, but go ahead. Some for, I guess, mostly for, uh, Jackie and Pete and Jerry, since y'all have been around the DVC world longer, um, how does... I've been at, around it as long as you have. <laughs> no, no, I meant Pete shy. Oh, Pete, oh, I thought what you said. Um, I, uh, how, how quickly did Saratoga Springs sell out? Oh, it took a while for Saratoga to sell. It was yeah, such a massive, massive resort. Yeah. Right. But like but a, a resort Saratoga like had Grand Floridian points. <laughs> Do what? What's that, Pete? Saratoga has like 14 million points too. Right. I just I, I guess I'm trying to figure out like what the comparable hype would be because it's one thing to say, you know, like for me, I'm not a huge fan of the contemporary. It's just not a res- it's not never going to be my first pick of a deluxe resort. So, were I around at the time when they announced Bay Lake Towers, that wouldn't have interested me because it's kind of like the the threshold of you know, the sister of that. Whereas, and you could stay and you had something to compare it to or like animal kingdom lodge, you could stay there. And then now there's the DVC option kind of thing. Whereas you could already be familiar with beach club and now there's beach club villas. And so you, it's easier for me to get on board with like, yes, I'm going to buy beach club villas because I already love beach club and that's where I'd like to stay. Whereas with Riviera, there's nothing, it doesn't go. I like Caribbean beach. I'd like, I want to stay there. Right. So, but like with Riviera, I mean, Saratoga Springs is really the only other one besides old Key West, but that was at the beginning. Right. So like for Saratoga Springs, there was nothing to compare with it of what is this going well, to be to buy it on the front end let's, and Riviera is kind of the same way let's ask Jerry because he's in the sales business right so. yeah well when they opened like the Grand Floridian I mean mm-hmm. it, it sold out very very quickly Copper right. Creek you know technically sold out but I mean those resorts tend to be on the market maybe two years three years before they start selling out and, and I think Grand Floridian was was projecting faster than that okay. so I mean certain resorts will move quickly but 
it just depends on obviously the demand, incentives, you know, whatever yeah. Disney's offering. Mm-hmm. What I think it really is with Riviera's is those resale restrictions. Like when you're shopping for a new home and they say, oh, you know, you're shopping for a home, look at this beautiful new construction. But if you ever decide to sell it and move out of it, we're going to slap this crazy HOA rule on it that's going to affect the, the next buyer, which is going to affect the value of, of the home when you sell it. It's the same way with these, uh, these DVC contracts and Riviera being less appealing because you're going to sell it for less when you finally do See, sell it. But here's something that I, I was thinking about recently as I was doing some research. Um, depending on the type of depending on the type of transaction in Florida, it is the law in a real estate transaction that you have to disclose any material facts that may not be obvious to the buyer in a real estate transaction. Now, how that applies in timeshare, I don't know. But I will tell you right now, DVC salespeople are not, by and large, making people aware when they come to buy direct, that if you try and resell this, there are restrictions that have been placed on this. Now, in a home, in a home transaction, in a real estate transaction in Florida, you'd lose your license for that, or you'd be severely reprimanded, because that is a material fact that directly impacts the value of your property. Now, I don't know enough about timeshare law in this state. I don't know if you have any insight on that, um, but I'm surprised... Maybe nobody's brought it up or nobody's done anything about it because it's perfectly legal. But I would think, you know, on a transaction that could be as much as $50,000 to buy a fractional ownership in a a, a timeshare, that you would have to be required by law to disclose. It might be disclosed but in material, like in, in paperwork in rather than – and it is kind of ambiguous. Like I've seen some of those uh, 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 disclosures, and they're not – they don't really specifically tell you what the restriction is. So um, – and I wonder if Disney's dealing as a transaction broker rather than – As a, a transactional broker, you don't have to disclose it. Uh, you, you, uh, you have you to. You do, but to a certain capacity. <laughs> so I, you know, I wonder what their position is in that transaction. Right. Well, I guess because they're representing both the buyer and the seller at the same time. Right. They are – by by definition there because they are the seller effectively yeah. um and they're representing both Disney vacation development and the uh and the buyer in the same transaction right so i guess because that would make them a transaction broker right, right? Yeah, yeah. i believe so yeah i mean you have I, to be legally you can't be well it's assumed you're always a transaction all, broker unless you change that um, unless yeah the, the single agent or... Yeah. I mean, they may just be selling direct. I mean, you don't... I mean, it may not be a transactional thing at all because they're, they may not necessarily be representing themselves. I mean, anybody can go sell a house if it's your own house. Like, you don't need, a, you don't need an agent or anything right. to do that or whatever. Jackie could sell her home right now to someone else. And same thing with timeshare. No I mean, Jackie can all, sell... So. You know, I can sell any one of my contracts myself if I choose to. Right. Um, I don't need to go through, but but they are working. Those agents are working directly for the developer. Well, so they, developers, right, so developer right. agents, developers agents. So they, yeah. I don't know enough about that law um, to be able to say, but um, I still think that there's probably something sketchy in the fact 
that shy of saying, hey, you know, we just want to make you aware that there are restrictions on this if you try and sell it. Um, that they can get themselves in trouble. And maybe that's yeah. maybe that's what. So, they, so I, I, I don't want to start. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I just I don't want to start like a thing where because you know. DVC members are wonderful, but we can be a little litigious um, uh, when we're pissed off. I don't want to start a thing where people like band together and start some class action suit about the restrictions. But I just I, yeah, I I've been thinking. I don't about think that. there's a I don't think there's a place to do it because I do think I do think they I'm sure they cover themselves. And yeah, do they come out right up front necessarily? Maybe they don't. But I'm I'm sure if you ask about it, I'm sure it's in the materials. Um, so I doubt that Disney's doing anything that's not above board in that respect. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to step back to what Sean had commented about Saratoga Springs. I think it's a tough comparison to look at the sales for ter- Saratoga Springs mm-hmm. because number one, you're looking ten plus years ago, mm-hmm. and at the time it, it was very common for them to have more than one resort open at a time for sales. And lately, it's been more individually, and that's why I kind of stuck to comparing recent ones. And, and so I just want to make this one point. Uh, Copper Creek, for most of its, uh, you know, the, most of the time it was selling by itself, which was for about two years, uh, maybe a little less. Uh, it was averaging about 140,000 points per month of sales. Riviera, for the last six months or so, has only been averaging just right around 100,000 points per month. So it's, you know, if you're if you're looking the last two resorts, mm-hmm. it's quite a drop-off between Riviera and Cro- Copper Creek. And, and, he, and uh, there's uh, another and I, potential here, the prices. Like back, you know, five years ago, prices were not $188 a point. Like mm-hmm. prices have gotten to the point where it's almost unreachable for some people. Yeah. Maintenance fees, you know, maintenance fees were in the $6 range. Now at Riviera, they open Riviera, it's $8. And yeah, that was 9 No, it's it? it's one of the higher ones. But still, like, again, maintenance fees are high, purchase price is high. So that could that could affect value. That could yeah. affect why they're not selling as good. And with, I mean, it is a good, that's a good comparison for sure with Copper Creek and what makes it even more surprising is with Copper Creek, I mean, you there is also the option of Boulder Ridge. Like if you're getting it as resale or I mean there's still you can still call your DVC guide and be like, hey, I want to buy at Boulder Ridge instead of that. I mean, when you have two DVC resorts in the same bubble of a resort essentially that are completely different, I mean, it doesn't you've already cut off some of your audience because like I'm sure people who already own Boulder Ridge, they're like, well, I don't need to own Copper Creek, too, because I already own at this Wilderness Lodge area. So, I mean, that's even worse for Riviera because Copper Creek kind of had a little bit of direct competition with itself because Boulder Ridge is there, too. And you could buy a resale at Boulder Ridge for a lot less than you can at Copper Creek. And they don't make it attractive to buy those other properties. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're expensive. If you right. look at the prices for, like, Beach Club, Boardwalk, you know, they're, they're way up there. Yeah. Cheaper uh, Riviera is cheaper to buy than some of those sold out properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and that's that's another part of that is to think that the percent of direct sales coming from these older properties have gone up, but the prices on them have been have risen significantly in the last two years. I mean, it used to be all the all the resale a couple years ago, all the resale uh, properties were around the same price, maybe even a little lower. Now they've raised it. You know, Boardwalk is like. $200 a point and beach clubs 230 or something like that. Yeah. You know, so people are choosing more expensive properties mm. over Riviera. Yeah. 
Well, uh, let's uh, let's make a prediction. I keep saying June. You know, we'll we'll know in June. I I agree. Um, we should we should revisit this in like six months and have another conversation. But I I I'd like to make a prediction. Where do we think? Where do we think this conversation is going to be in June, Pete? <sighs> Boy, it's tough because are the sales <laughs> soft because the resort isn't open? We really don't have any numbers since it opened because it takes about two months for those numbers to go into the county registrar, which is where these numbers come from. Um, my personal feeling is that it's going to continue. It's it's probably going to spike in the next couple of months right when it first opened, and then I think it'll tail off again. Um, I, I I think it's going to continue to look soft. I think, uh, I think the resale restrictions are harder than I think even what Jerry said. I think the high... Uh, you know the high point charts and the uh, high uh, um, uh, maintenance fees are probably hurting them too. So we'll see, though. Jerry, where are we going to be in June? I, I think sales are going to be soft for a while. I mean, sometimes when new resorts come on, if they're if they're super popular, they sell quickly. But if the, the people need time to kind of adjust to the to the uh, change, but then- don't you think that that DVC was kind of banking? This was going to be one of those like quick selling. You know, it's a standalone resort. It's a deluxe resort where, you know, um, I, you know, I got the feeling in the run up to the opening of of Riviera that that's, that's where they were coming from, that they were expecting this to be another Grand Floridian. Right. Yeah. You know, they were the ones that were running that, running that, this will be the Grand, the Grand Floridian of Epcot. That's where they were expecting this to go. And I, I don't think they're seeing those numbers. I personally think by June... We're going to see. I think we will see a, a, a spike after uh, after opening, but I agree with Pete. I think it's going to level off, and I think it may level off to a point where they start getting nervous because if three months after opening, four months after opening, those sales numbers are still not rebounding the way they need them to, that's when we're going to see them start asking themselves questions: Should yeah. we pull these restrictions? Because if you think about a hundred thousand points a, a month, that's a seven million uh, point resort. You're looking at almost uh, like five and a half years to sell out. I'm sure that is not what they want. No, not at all. What do you think, Sean? Where are we going to be in June? Um, I think that I don't necessarily know about where we'll be in June. I do think this makes things very difficult as far as them pursuing openings things like reflections and all that because i mean they're already gearing up for it i mean there are we know it's coming we know it's something that's getting ready and if it if they're gonna have a hard time selling out riviera not a hard time but if it's just gonna take them a lot longer than they expected then it kind of puts weird implications on what ref- it, it's almost a good thing if you're somebody that wants the restrictions lifted that like there is this time ticking i guess because they're not if they haven't sold out riviera yet it's gonna be really tough for them to be like okay well now we're opening reflections too and now they've got two resorts that are restricted competing against each other and you know it's that part's just gonna be a mess as far as that goes i do think they're gonna save themselves a little bit with the disneyland uh tower getting added because i don't think it matters that there's restrictions they could add for, that a re- for, for that one they could add a restriction that everybody has to wear red shirts and <laughs> people be all in well so. i i think that yeah. disney is going to i'm ready open that i think it's going to sell very well and very quickly and i think disney is going to try to spin the story that like 
it's not because of the restrictions because look at this resort with the restrictions which isn't true because it's a completely different area and setup and not that and i know that's where they're headed with that it's going to do well and people are going to be hyped to make money to make money they need to be able to sell them here Right, yeah. In Orlando. Right, but um, I think they'll make the argument that like, oh, well, that's obviously not the problem because it's selling the Disneyland. But by the time they get a well, chance so. by the time they get a chance to make that argument, the mm-hmm. damage will be done here already. Yeah. So you got to remember yeah, we're I, a good I, I, and I don't think I mean that's not going to be open for 3 years, right? I think right. If they haven't lifted the research, the restrictions in three years, that they're not going to lift them at that point. Yeah. It's well, either the, something that's going to be decided in the next year or or less. The other issue uh, is that if they do, which maybe they don't want to because of how things have gone with Alani, but the other thing is if they don't lift the restore restrictions, they will never be able to build another resort outside of the parks again. Because if they build some ski lodge in Vermont, well, I, I got to resell that thing. Like no one's going to buy that. Well, like well, ski lodges that. would do fine because people, well, like the skiers, love skiing and they would be fine. Right, but, but, yeah. but other places like a Vero or Hilton Head would would never. never like, yeah, I mean, if they try to do something like that in California or in whatever, you know, it, they're just not. I you think can't resell it. I think all. Lani has uh, cured them of uh, the idea of that, of, yeah, expanding you know, with that they're still not sold out eight years on, right? Um, and not because it isn't a magnificent resort, yeah. Um, that you know, but certainly with a restriction on it, there's no they get way, away with like, it here, they get away with it here, and even in Disneyland because they have the theme parks. Well, then that expands out as well, and not to like continue on, but we have this big looming question of 2042 what happens. 2042, I mean, Riviera and Hilton Head still exist. Disney bought them, and there's no way they're going to be able to reopen that up and then have a restriction on it because who on earth would buy? You mean Vero Vero and Hilton? I'm sorry, Hilton Head and Vero, yeah. Hilton Head and Vero, like who is going to purchase another contract at Hilton Head if it then has a restriction on it that they can't get rid of it unless the person wants to stay at Hilton Head every single time? Exactly. So be very interesting to see where this ends up going. We will revisit this topic again in June because I keep saying June for some reason. And I don't know why, but we'll see where we are in June. That is going to do it for this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it. We will see you again next week with another edition of the DVC show. Have a great week, folks.